11 Tammuz, Yud Aleph Tammuz, Tzaddik, His Praise, 435. At that time, the Rebbe wanted me to finish all four sections of the Shulchan Aruch within a year, and he set me a quota of five pages a day. I followed this routine for about half a year and finished the whole of Arachayim together with the Magin Avraham and the Turei Zahav and almost all of Yoridea. After this, however, all kinds of obstacles and difficulties arose and I was not able to complete the daily quota of studies the Rebbe had prescribed. The Rebbe then told me I should study Kabbalah as well, and it was not until some years later that I was able to complete all four sections of the Shulchan Aruch in their entirety. I was very upset about this, but once, when I spoke to the Rebbe about it, he comforted me, saying, Surely this is something unique to us that we want to finish everything promptly. As far as the rest of the world is concerned, they can spend three or four years on futility and get nothing at all for their labor. What he wanted to convey was that one can never force the issue, no matter how much one may want to finish everything at once. If he sees that it is impossible and the obstacles are springing up on all sides, he should not allow himself to get thrown off course. He should calmly do whatever he can, hoping and waiting for God's help until, in the end, he succeeds in completing the task. Despite what I wrote earlier, that it is impossible to explain this in writing, I have nonetheless noted these points briefly. Anyone who genuinely wants to will be able to derive much guidance and encouragement as to how to serve God with determination and vigor, while at the same time never trying to force matters, or allowing himself to get thrown off course if things do not go his way. One should always be patient and wait, and wait, and wait until God looks down from heaven and sees. With thanks to God, this advice has helped me greatly, and I still await God's help with confidence, for I know that God will eventually complete Rebbe things Nachman's for me. Wisdom. His wisdom, 189. God certainly desired this, and the Rebbe had no other choice. It is written, He thinks thoughts so that the outcast will not be banished from him. 2 Samuel 14.14 14. God wanted the Rebbe to bring the outcasts back to him. Still, the Rebbe had to suffer because of this. This is God's incomprehensible way. The Rebbe continued to speak of the great suffering he experienced because of his grandchild's illness. He said, I would prefer that I myself be stricken instead of the child. I can feel each one of the child's groans deep in my heart. But this is for my benefit. A stranger may have an ill child and bring me a pidyon, or ask that I pray for him. I will then be able to feel his suffering as much as I do now. When one of my followers leaves me, heaven forbid, I have as much pain in my heart as I have at this time. The Rebbe then told me the story of a disciple who had recently left him. He said that he had suffered as much at that time as he did because of his grandchild. One of the Rebbe's followers later told me that the same thing happened after the Rebbe's baby son, Shlomo Ephraim, passed away. The Rebbe told his followers, I am suffering because of you. The Holy Ari was punished for revealing one secret mystery. How much more is this true of me when I have revealed so many secrets like books? A righteous person, A. 100. The Tzaddik's prayer has the power to save a person from sinning. 101. The tzaddik is the image of God for his generation. 102. In their time of trouble, the tzaddik bears the suffering of those who support him. 103. 
A person can be a tzaddik even if he hasn't perfected his trust in God. 104. The tzaddik is able to enjoy physical pleasure without fearing the evil inclination because his Torah study will protect him. 105. A person who does not rise in the presence of his teacher is called wicked. He will not live a long life and will forget his learning. 106. Do not burden the Holy One when you can find help by some other means. 107. Sometimes, pleasing the tzaddik just once, and only slightly, is enough to Kitzur earn Likute the world Moharan, to one. Lesson number 268. 1. When a person does not focus on the ultimate purpose of his life, what does he have to live for? 2. The soul constantly longs to do the will of its Creator. When the soul sees that the person is not doing God's will, it begins to draw itself back to its source and to depart from the body. This is what makes a person get sick. The reason why a person recovers his health by taking medicines is because the soul sees that the person is capable of subordinating his own desires and of taking bitter-tasting medicines in order to achieve a certain purpose. Consequently, the soul returns to the person with the hope that he will also subordinate his desires for the sake of the true purpose, which is to do the will of his Creator. Lesson number 269 1. The abode of the tzaddik reflects the deeds of the generation. Lesson number 270 1. Just as when one person is reciting supplications or penitential prayers with great emotion and with a broken heart, another person looking at him can also be inspired and he too begins to say his supplications with enthusiasm. Similarly, a person can be an inspiration for himself. For when a person is fervently saying petitionary prayers and supplications, and he cries out, Woe is me! He himself is also aroused sometimes, for he begins to look at himself and think, Who is crying out like that? Isn't it, Woe is me, literally? And then he cries out, Woe is me, a second time, with even greater fervor than before. Lesson number 271. 1. By working hard for God and by serving Him a great deal, a person merits the holy boldness necessary to speak with the Rav and the Tzaddik. Then, as a result of speaking with the Tzaddik, he is thereby inspired to serve God even more. Thus, these two things depend on one another. Likewise, there are many other things in the service of God that are interdependent and one does not know where the starting point is, since each one of them starts from the other. Rabbi Nachman's Stories, The Seven Beggars, The Third Day It is for this reason that it cannot go to the spring. It therefore stands facing it, yearning and crying out. Time does not exist for the spring. The spring is not inside of time at all. The spring only has time because the heart gives it as a gift for one day. However, when the time comes for the day to come to a close, then at the end of the day the spring will not have any more time, and it will therefore die. This, in turn, would cause the heart to die. The entire world would then cease to exist. Toward the end of the day they begin to take leave of each other. At that time they begin to speak to one another in wonderful parables and lyrics with great love and tremendous desire. The true man of kindness watches very carefully over this. At the exact end of the day, the true man of kindness gives the heart a gift of one day. The heart gives the day to the spring, and the spring then once again has time. When, when this day comes from the place from which it comes, 
It also comes with very wonderful parables and lyrics containing all types of wisdom. Year 1, letter number 180. How much more did you uplift me now? For even if our suffering and humiliation are presently still very, very great and hard to bear, we nonetheless see his salvation and wonders at all times, that he has not altogether abandoned us. I knew all this already, and now I am seeing it every day. I already assured you that you would soon be praying in any synagogue you like, and now, thank God, salvation has begun to sprout, and they have explicitly agreed to allow you to enter the study hall. It is difficult and bitter to hear that we need to have their agreement on this issue after all the evildoers and sinners that they do not prevent from praying with them. Nonetheless, it is really just the other way around. These are God's mighty acts and wonders, for considering how the antagonism and denunciation against the point of truth has grown so intense that they seek to banish me every day, God forbid, and likewise to banish each and every one of us, God forbid. How great are your deeds, God! Who can express his mighty acts, his wonders, and his salvation? For thank God I have already spent three Shabbatot here, and have gone to the mikvah every day. And thank God not a single person has assaulted me. Now they are also allowing you to pray in the study hall. God is our salvation and our hope that it will all turn into good, and that they will be subordinate and subjugated to us. They will be ashamed, and not we. For God's truth is forever." Things are so pressured and hectic that I cannot write very much. It is late in the day and I must think about the afternoon and evening prayers, and particularly about the mitzvah of destroying the chametz, leaven. May God likewise destroy the evil impulse and the leavening in the dough from within us. May He also eradicate, destroy, burn, and uproot all those who hate and persecute us for no reason. Or may we be able to destroy the leaven from within them, so that they all return to the truth. This is what I would prefer, as God knows my heart. There is no news here, just that every day they are contriving evil plans for themselves. Chaim Pius, may his name be obliterated, was here for last Shabbat, and today he exclaimed loudly against himself to uproot and banish himself from the world. May God nullify his designs and spoil his plans, and may everything speedily turn into good. You should know that yesterday, by God's enormous miracles, I was worthy of dancing joyfully at the Shabbat morning meal, and for me this constitutes a great sprouting of salvation. May God likewise allow all of us, here, where you are, and in every place where our comrades are located, to rejoice very much, and in great happiness, that in His compassion He has helped us survive among evil beasts such as these. May He further bestow His kindness and miracles, and allow us to survive forever and to truly walk in the ways of God, the way our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe taught us. Even when I am old and gray, may He not abandon me until I declare your strength to the generation and your might to all who are to come. The words of your Father who prays for you. Nussin of Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 437 Beyond this, there is no time to go on. It is just necessary to believe that everything that happens to a person, no matter what it is, constitutes wondrous hints whereby he may understand God's actions and his unfathomable greatness. Before Rosh Hashanah in particular, it is necessary to give this extra attention. May we all merit to make an auspicious new start on doing this at Rosh Hashanah, and may we completely throw off from ourselves all the mental confusion and the like 
that we have suffered thus far. For nonetheless, a person can direct his thoughts as he wishes. In particular, may we merit to put forth many prayers and requests, and to speak frequently with our Creator. May we begin to accustom ourselves to turn the Rebbe's Torah lessons into prayers every day, because this is the most basic foundation, and it is above all else. Fortunate is the person who practices this. Praise God, I have an enormous amount to say about this, but the page is too short and the time does not allow. The words of your father waiting to see you soon enjoy. Nussan of Breslov. Send greetings to my illustrious friend, Reb Nachman Seucher, Tolchiner, may he live. If he has not yet sent out, set out from home, be sure that he brings at least one or two pieces of merchandise. For a number of reasons, I very much need to see them before everyone arrives here. If, for a minimal additional expense, he can come with all fifteen, as you mentioned in your letter, so much the better. May God complete everything for the best. I was surprised that you did not write me greetings from our friend Reb Nachman. May his light shine, grandson of our master, teacher, and Rebbe of sainted memory. And likewise from Reb Y. Send me news about them through Reb Nachman or in your letter. I will constantly hope for God's salvation in all things, in general, in particular, and write down to the minutest detail, both for physical needs and for the essential healing and sustenance, the healing and sustenance of the soul, for me, for my family, for all those attached to me, and for all Israel. Our needs are very, very plentiful indeed. They would be impossible to enumerate. But God can send abundant salvation, and all our hopes rest on Him by the power of the Elder who blessed the children with long good lives. Let us be happy and rejoice in His salvation. Amen. May it be His will. Greetings to all my family in Breslov and to all our comrades. I received a letter in Shireen from Rebbe Ephraim, son of Rebbe Naftali, in which he asked me to write you that you should buy him fine, valid lulavim and hadasim. May God allow us all to be in the category of a crying child until we merit a beautiful etrog, along with all the other three species. See Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 87. May we merit to smell the good aroma of all the holy commandments, and particularly the holy commandments of this holy month, the coming month of Tishrei. Shemot Hasadikim, B'nai Levi, Yachat, Zima, Yoach, Ido, Zerach, Ya'aterai, Aminadav, Korach, Asir, Elkanah, Eviasaf, Tachat, Uriel, Uziah, Shaul, Amasai, Achimot, Elkanah, Tzofai, Nachat, Eliav, Yerocham, Elkanah, Bnei Shmuel, Habachor Vashni, Aviyah, Livni, Shimi, Uza, Shima, Chagia, Asaya, Heman Hamishorer, Ben Yoel, Ben Shmuel, Ben Elkanah, Ben Yerocham, Ben Eliel, Ben Toach, Ben Suf, Ben Elkanah, Ben Machat, Ben Amasai, Ben Elkanah, Ben Yoel, Ben Azaria, Ben Sefania, Ben Tachat, Ben Asir, Ben Eviasaf, Ben Korach, Ben Yitzar, Ben Kahat, Ben Levi, Ben Yisrael. Prayers 2, Prayer number 12. Help me, grant me merit. Be gracious to me so I will not be lost. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant. If I do not deserve to seek and search for you properly, please, my Father, my Lord, my King, and my God, seek me in your vast compassion and awesome loving kindness. Grant me life miraculously. 
Seek the lost sheep, the banished sheep that no one gathers in. Seek and search for me. I have been driven away, cast away, and hated. Have mercy on a person as blemished as I am. Have pity and compassion on a person as contemptible and offensive as I am. Deliver me from all lusts, in particular from the lust for sexual relations. Rescue me from them. Have mercy on me. Have compassion on me. Have pity on me and on my children and infants. Do not deliver me into the desire of my adversaries. Do not view me, your servant, as being worthless. Save my spirit from the sword, my soul from the dogs. Rescue me from the mud so that I will not sink. May I be delivered from my enemies and from the depths of the water. May the waves of water not pour over me. May the depths not swallow me up, and may the wellspring not shut its mouth upon me. Answer me, Hashem, for your loving kindness is good. In accordance with your compassion, turn to me. Do not hide your face from your servant, for I am in distress. Answer me soon. See how powerless my hand has become. Take heed of my groans and laments. Help me, help me, save me, rescue me, deliver me. Treat me in accordance with your kindness. In accordance with your kindness, give me life and bring me back to you in complete repentance. Be filled with compassion for me. Grant atonement and forgiveness for all of the transgressions, sins, and offenses that I committed from my youth until this day. In particular, the blemishes that I caused to the covenant. Please, Hashem, excuse me, forgive me, grant me atonement. Forgive me for all of the many evil fantasies that I engaged in all of my life until this day, whether by accident or on purpose, whether against my will or willingly. May I truly seek and search for you until all of my evil musings and all of the crookedness of my heart will be rectified and atoned for. May all of my doubts about you, about your true tzaddikim, and about your holy, pure, and proper traits and ways gain atonement and rectification as though I had offered you burnt offerings, which come to grant atonement for the thoughts in a person's heart. Please, Hashem, strengthen me and fortify me in your supernal holiness. Do not abandon me, Hashem, my God. Do not be far from me. Come quickly to help me, Lord of my salvation. Help me truly sanctify and purify myself from now on. May I feel your godliness rest upon me at every moment. Be gracious to me so that I will truly know with all my heart always at every hour that the whole earth is filled with your glory and your sovereignty rules over all. May I experience the verse I have placed Hashem before me always. May I never forget you whether by day or by night, whether awake or asleep, whether sitting at home or traveling on the road, whether lying down or getting up, whether eating or drinking, whether standing or sitting, in thought speech and deed in all of my movements. At all times, at every hour, may I find and feel your godliness and your sovereignty upon me, filling the entire world. As the verse states, Will a person hide in concealment so that I will not see him, says Hashem? Do I not fill the heavens and the earth? You who rule over everything, you who are filled with compassion, you who are filled with kindness and goodness at all times, at all moments, help me truly come close to you. Purify me and sanctify me of all of the filth and dirt with which I have polluted and sullied my soul as a result of the multitude of sins that I have committed throughout my entire life until this day. Quickly raise me from impurity to purity, 
from the mundane to the holy. Extricate me from darkness to light. Quickly realize in us the verse, I will sprinkle pure waters upon you and purify you. Of all of your contaminations and all of your idols, I will purify you. The power of the Holy Torah. In your vast compassion, help me always create true Torah insights. May I at all times quickly leave behind and pass beyond all of the confusions, crookedness, and obstacles that distract a person's mind and consciousness from seeking you and thinking about creating insights into your Holy Torah. May my mind and consciousness cling and connect at every moment to your Holy Torah with a strong and substantial connection that never fails until I constantly find and create true Torah insights in accordance with your goodwill. May the power of the Holy Torah proceed before me and guide me constantly on the true and straight path to the core of ultimate truth in accordance with your goodwill every day, at every time of the day, and at every hour. May the verse be realized in me. When you go, it will guide you. When you lie down, it will guard you. And when you awaken, it will speak with you. Our Father, our King, quickly reveal your glorious sovereignty to us. Appear and be elevated over us in view of every living being. Have pity on your great honor that is desecrated by the nations due to our many sins. Bring us back to you in complete repentance so that we will raise and elevate your great and holy honor and your honor will fill the entire world. Then every being that has breath, the spirit of life in its nostrils, will grant honor and glory to your name, and they will tell of your name throughout the entire land. They will tell the glory of your sovereignty and relate your might. Master of the world, rule over the entire world in your glory. Be elevated over the entire earth in your eminence. Appear in the glorious exaltation of your might to all of the inhabitants of the countries of your world. May every created being know that you made him. May every creature understand that you created him. May all that has breath in its nostrils say, Hashem, the God of Israel, is king, and his sovereignty rules over everything. They shall bless the name of your glory, for it is elevated beyond all blessing and praise. Blessed is Hashem, God, God of Israel, who alone does wonders, and blessed is the name of his glory forever. And may his glory fill the entire earth. Amen and Amen.